Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 on The Fan. We're kicking the door in. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Film room. Seattle Seahawks. They're 5-2, and two, coming off a win against Cleveland. I mean, they played the AFC North a couple of times. Yep. Lost to Cincy. Beat the Browns, but they're in first place. In the NFC West, which is an interesting division because San Francisco's lost three in a row. They're scuffling. Ravens saw the Cardinals last week. They're not very good. Going with a rookie quarterback this week. And the Rams have an injured quarterback. And they've lost two in a row. So Seattle, Vinny, sits on top of their division. Are they a team built to remain there? Over the next uh, couple of months here, let's find out film study. Yeah, the, the film the film was interesting because I watched the um, Cleveland game and I watched the Cincinnati game. I figured I watched two AFC North teams, you know, teams that are familiar. But, I mean, Geno, you know, against Cincy, he had a 69.8 quarterback rating. He had two picks in that game. Um, and then in the Cleveland game, he had a 78 quarterback rating with two touchdowns and two picks. So... Um, he's turned it over the last three games. He's had five interceptions. So he has not been great over the last three games against Arizona. He was okay. I mean, the team turned it over on three fumbles, um, or two fumbles and an interception. So, um, against Cleveland, they were a plus one just because Cleveland turned it over three times and Seattle turned it over two. And then against Cincinnati, uh, Seattle turned it over two. So, I mean, they've turned the ball over a bunch over the last three games. So, I mean, that that's a plus, you know, for the Ravens. And I think that's hindering, you know, Seattle's offense. Now, their receivers are legit. Metcalf, big physical dude. They're going to throw it to him at least two to three times deep. They're going to go deep, and they're going to throw it to him deep. And they get in the red zone, they're going to try to throw it to him. Lockett, Lockett's quick as a cat. You know, he he's kind of... Um, Lockett kind of reminds me of like a Zay Flowers. They try to get him the ball short is what they try to do. But they will take a deep shot with him. And then in in Jigba, he had a nice touchdown, you know, to win the game for him last week. So, I mean, he's not not as active as those those other two guys. They're, They're the guys. Now, they play a lot of tight ends. They play a bunch of Noah Fant's a good player who they got from Denver. Another Iowa tight end. You know, and then Disley, Will Disley, who they took in the f- fourth round in 18. Um, I think he's Ohio State. You know, and he he's a good player. But they play a lot of times. They play two tight ends, three tight ends. You know, and the quarterback will be under center quite a bit because they want to do that play-action pass. Now, they do have a stud running back, Kenneth Walker. Yep. Now, he's, he's, he's legit. 
Um, so they're going to try to feed him. But with the offensive line, Charles Cross, the left tackle, I think he's really good. He was a first-round pick, early first-round pick in 22. Now, the, the two guards, that's kind of been a rotational thing. You know, in one game I saw this last game, Damian Lewis played. Otherwise, Phil Haynes, number 60, played. Um, at right guard, Anthony Bradford was a fourth-round pick this year. The two guards are so-so. The center, to me, plays small, Evan Brown. He's 6'2", um, like 300-some pounds, but he doesn't play that big. Right. So I, I think the inside three guys, you can kind of – Beat. And then the right tackle, they've rotated that around too. Jake Curran started the game against Cleveland, but then Jason Peters came in and finished the game. How old is he? Uh, I think he's like 40. <laughs> now, he he has some trouble with movement. And I, I, I was, where do you think that uh, Miles Garrett – Tried to line up most because he always goes where, according to Clowney, <laughs> the weak guy, right? Yeah, yeah, so he was on Peters. Why wouldn't you go? Yeah, there? he was on Peters a lot, and then he was over to center. You know, so the offensive line, the left tackle's outstanding. The right tackle, they're they're a zone run team. They do not knock you off the ball. They do not knock you off the ball. They want to run that zone stretch stuff. And then they want to let Kenneth Walker find a hole, cut back or whatever. You know, that's why defensively, you got to stay fundamentally sound. You can't go running and leave the backside free because he'll cut it right back against you. But they do have a legit running back. Their tight ends are good. Receivers are good. The O-line's okay. The left tackle's outstanding. Now, on defense, they're fast. You know, they're not big. They're extremely fast, agile, athletic is what the front is. And um, their leading sack guy are Boye Mafe. Boye's 6'4", 261. He's a gopher. Second year, he's got five sacks. Now, he, Bob, he, he kind of looks like a Jabo, Owe. You know, he's a little stiff. You know, and, and he's got some decent hands. Is he a natural elite pass rusher? Not yet he's not. Not yet he's not. And I think uh, Morgan Moses, I think he'll be able to handle him. Now, the other guys, I mean, they got a lot of guys with just a couple sacks. But they're going to stunt, twist, blitz. They're, they're going to do those things. Pete will Pete will do that. He'll get after your butt. And then they're, they're going to, because they're, they're ends, they're outside linebackers. You know, they're... Fast, explosive, like uh, 52, Terrell Taylor. He's a fast guy, you know, and he's a good stunter and twister, and that's how he gets sacks. They have speed. That's that's why, to me, you want to run right at them because they're not that big of guys. You want to pound them. Cleveland had 155 yards rushing. So I think, and, and if you just go right at them, the Ravens have size advantage on them, knock them off the ball. Now, Bobby Wagner is still a good player. Inside backer, still a good player. And then the other linebacker, Daryl Taylor, you know, he's a decent – or not not Daryl, uh, the inside linebacker, Jordan Brooks, decent player. Now, in pass, though, I think I think you can throw the ball in the middle of the field, Bob, I, I, on, their, on the linebackers. Um, so I think that's a place to attack. Their secondary is outstanding, outstanding. 
They got three corners that can play. Their safeties are good. Um, and then um, they they play uh, Jamal Adams on their depth chart. He's a nickelback, but he plays kind of like a linebacker. And he's a physical guy, good tackler. You don't want him deep. Um, if you can get him one-on-one, that would be great. You know, if you're one of the receivers or a tight tight end, possibly. But he will, he'll hit you. He will hit you. There's no doubt about that. But the corners, uh, Rig Woolen, number 27, he's long. Kind of reminds you of like a Richard Sherman type guy, okay. that type of body build. And he's going to play press on you, Bob, and body up on you. And you know what they did with Jamar Chase? A lot of back shoulder. A lot of back shoulder catches because that guy's going to run with you and he's going to you know beat you up off the line of scrimmage. So uh, it'll be interesting. And he usually goes on the best receiver. Now Witherspoon, the rookie, he's he's good too. Um, he's usually in the slot. If you got three receivers, he's in the slot. Otherwise, he's at left corner. And then uh, Trey Brown, number 22, he was out there last game. And he's quick. He didn't look that big, but he's really quick. And he's fast. And But he will bite. He'll bite the cheese. You can double move him. So that'll be interesting. But their secondary can run. They can cover. Pretty good. Pretty good second. It is, it'll be a challenge for the Ravens. And I'm guessing next time Harvest talks, He'll probably talk about, you know, their secondary because even Pete, you know, on the NFL show yesterday, I mean, and Pat Kerwin, he was talking about how much they like the secondary. And Pete was saying because of the talent they have in the secondary, they're able to do a lot more things with those guys. So it's going to be the receivers. This is going to be a huge challenge for them. Now, Bob, the Jason Myers, their kicker in uh, was either the Cleveland game or Cincinnati game made a 55 yarder. So he's he's got a leg. He's got a leg. So, yeah, is it going to be a tough game? Yep. And, and here's what it's going to come down to. Geno Smith, you know, and Lamar. If Lamar has his A game, Ravens are going to win and may win easily. If Geno Smith, if they can get him to turn it over, you know, that'll be, and he's turned it over against the AFC North teams, he's thrown four interceptions, and he's had a terrible quarterback rating. So he struggled against the AFC North. They've got to, if they can continue to do that, be in good shape Sunday. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. That's the Seahawks on film, 5-2 and two on the field. And we'll get into that and more throughout the course of the next day and a half or so. Greg Bell, as a matter of fact, Tacoma News Tribune is going to be joining us. We'll preview this game from a Seattle standpoint. But when we come back, whip around. What happened to the world of sports last night? A lot. Tons of NBA. We'll get into that and more. Mike Bordick talk about the World Series. Texas Rangers popping that champagne last night. Bruce Bochy, his fourth World Series championship as a manager. He's going to Cooperstown. Talk about the end of the season and what the Orioles need to do to take the next step in 2024. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Vinny and Hades with Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. It's the whip around. Here on this Total Request Thursday, pick a song, we'll play it. Send your request, plus Port text line at 410-583-1057. You want to join us? That's the number to call. Hey, college football last night. If you like the Mac. Yeah. It was Bowling Green 24-21 over Ball State. And then in a battle of one-win teams, Akron stuns Kent State 31-27. Akron improves to 2-7 and seven on the year because it was Conference USA doing the Tuesday, Wednesdays. Now it's the Mac back at it. And as we've said before, as we're now into the month of November, November 2nd, there's literally football on every day of the week. Yes, sir. Yep. Because yeah. the NFL's, you know, sooner or later, coming up, what, next few weeks, we'll be getting NFL on Saturdays. Uh, and Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, yeah, there's an NFL right. day. Yeah. So there, if you like football, whatever level it is, it is for your viewing pleasure. But to get, I don't know, I guess you get acclimated to the schedule, like Northern Illinois, Central Michigan played in the snow on Tuesday. When you start changing your practice habits to you play Saturday, 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 and all of a sudden, eh, we got Tuesday game. You guys should take that week off. off. But either way, if you wanted some college football on Wednesday night, well, you got it. Bob Knight passed away at the age of 83. We'll pay tribute to him coming up next hour. But his legacy is, you know, uh, undeniable. And I remember, I'm old enough to remember when he was at Illinois or Indiana, when he was the coach of the Pan Am team in 79 and punched the cop down in Puerto Rico. Because yeah. something about practicing and on the court and he wasn't allowed to go back because there were felony charges against him. By the way, that team did win the gold medal in the Pan Am games when people actually paid attention to the Pan Am games. But we'll uh, pay proper, uh, proper tribute, I should say, to Bob Knight coming up next hour. NBA last night. A lot of zany things happening. Tons of games, including the Wizards at Atlanta. And, you know, the Wizards aren't that good. And one of the reasons why last night, because of this guy. Murray over the top to Trey. Jones trailing him, couldn't stop him. And a foul coming on Washington. Trey Young, 23, 12, uh, 10 assists. That was, uh, I guess, the Hawks radio network. Valley Sports. Valley, that sounded like Bob Rathman. On the call there. But it was 130-121. Wizards actually led early through the first quarter and a half. But they lose again. They're 1-3 on the year. Kyle Kuzma, 25-9-6 for the Wiz. They're down 21. They get a breakaway. Jordan Poole leading the way. Nolan, did you see this? This was something. If it was a college coach, he would have yanked him right off the floor, probably rescinded his scholarship. 
tried to bounce the ball off the backboard so Kuzma could get a dunk. You're losing by 21 uh, in the second half at the time. Not good. Wes Untel Jr., Baltimore guy, Loyola guy. Oh, no. New GM down in D.C. Changes. Changes. Anyway, Wizards. A lot of change in uh, D.C. in all the yeah. three sports. Wizards lose. They're one and three. They got Miami. It's not off the greatest start themselves uh, tomorrow night. Boston, they're good. 155-104 over Indiana. No sticks. He did Sitting with a knee injury. A bulky knee there for Jalen Smith, former Terp, Mount St. Joe, Baltimore guy. Jason Tatum, one of the best players in the league, 30-12. and 12. Let's see, it was Brooklyn, 109-105, Miami. Hey, with Highsmith, Curley, 9-4-2. Mikel Bridges, 21 for the Nets in the win there. It's Cleveland, 95-89 over the Knicks. Manuel quickly, 18-6-4. Donovan Mitchell studding it up. He had 30. Low-scoring game, however. Both games were. Yep. Back-to-back. New Orleans, 110-106 over OKC. The uh, Pelicans were down 20. Came back and won. Aaron Wiggins, Maryland, 10 points, four boards, two assists. Uh, C.J. McCollum had a monster game for New Orleans. 29 points, 11 assists. 11 boards, five assists, I should say. It was Houston over Charlotte. Talk about a team that just can't get out of its own way. Charlotte and Houston trying to rebuild and build something there. 128-119. Cam Whitmore, Baltimore did not play. Fred Van Fleet. 22 points, 11 assists for the Rockets in that one. Golden State stunned Sacramento, 102-101. Clay Thompson hit a jumper at the buzzer. Sacramento, Kevin Herter, 11 points, 9 boards, 3 assists. Former Terp, Alex Land, former Terp. He had a DNP coach's decision, gets paid. He's 7 foot, can do some things. Always be a job for him. Steph Curry had 21 and the win for the Warriors, who are quietly off to a 4-1 and one start. It's video at 8105.7 The Fan. It's the whip around here on this uh, November the 2nd. Let's go back to 1975 Memorial Stadium. Burt Jones, two touchdown passes. One to Hey Diddle Diddle. Lydell up the middle. And Ray Chester. Morgan State. Don McCauley, North Carolina. Rush for a TD. Colts beat the Browns 21-7 on their way to the AFC East Championship. 2003, 20 years ago today. M&T Bank Stadium. Ravens beat Jacksonville. 24-17. Matt Stover. Three field goals. Kyle Baller, your boy, Nolan. Threw a touchdown pass to Todd Heap. Chester Taylor also rushed for a touchdown. Ravens made the playoffs that year. Lost to Tennessee in the wild card game. 2008, John Harbaugh's first year. In Baltimore, in Cleveland, Ravens 37-27 over the Browns. Joe Flacco, two touchdown passes. Rookie quarterback, Joe Flacco. Mark Clayton, Derek Mason, LaRon McClain, rushed for a touchdown. T. Sizzles had a 42-yard pick six. Ray Rice, Ray Rice rushed for 154 yards as the Ravens improved to 5-3. That Ravens team, you remember this, Nolan? Went to the AFC Championship game that year. Lost to the Steelers. Unexpected year, but a great year. No doubt about it. So that's your whip around here on this Total Request Thursday. When we come back, we'll put a bow on the Major League Baseball season as we pay tribute 
to the Texas Rangers, world champions. Five zip last night, closed out the Diamondbacks at four. Mike Bordick, Oriole Hall of Famer, joins us next. Whip around with Nolan McGraw, or Funhouse, I should say, Nolan McGraw. News from the nest at noon. Going to hear from John Harbaugh. Going to hear from Roquan Smith, Lamar Jackson, among others. You got buy or sell. Where's the late week money? Let's count that up, hopefully at 12.15. And Melissa Kim. Our colleague here on The Fan will preview Baltimore and Seattle, rated six-point favorites over the first place. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hey Seahawks. Your sports information station, 105.7 The Fan. Video at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Total request Thursday. Pick a song or play it. Police, right now. Get your votes in. Featured Artist Friday at 410-583-1057. We'll reveal that one coming up in a couple of hours. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato. Baseball season's over. Texas Rangers, Kings of the baseball world here to talk about that. Oriole Hall of Famer, our colleague on Baltimore Baseball tonight. It's on the WGK Law guest hotline. Let's welcome in Mike Bordick. Mike, good morning. What is happening? Hey, Bob. How's it going, man? Well, I'm listening to my new book. Uh, thanks for that. It's called Atomic Habits. It's great. It's right in my wheelhouse. Uh, it's a sad day, though, because the baseball season's over, but I'm sure a uh, few in Texas are pretty happy about the outcome yeah they're gonna be doing a lot of drinking during that celebration but what the rangers did during the postseason i'm not saying it's on cal's level of uh breaking lou gehrig's record or cy young winning five bazillion games that talk about untouchable records but 11 and 0 in the playoffs for a team that had a losing record during the regular season away from home of all the impressive things they did how impressive is that feat? Yeah, that is uh, amazing. Amazing. They did their best work on the road throughout the postseason. I mean, coming into Baltimore, we witnessed it, you know, right in front of our eyes. Yeah, this team got hot um, at the right time. It, it's pretty amazing, though, how well they played on the road. And I think, yeah, that's a, a historic feat. Yeah, it, does, it is incomparable to some of the other records, but definitely when postseason baseball starts coming around, they're going to be talking about the Texas Rangers run. Um, historically, I think forever in this game, and it was impressive, and guys really stepped up uh, when they needed them most. Speaking of stepping up, and we'll put our rear our lips on Corey Seager's rear end here in a second, but how about Nathan Avaldi? I mean, they signed him, and he had – 
postseason experience in Boston, and he throws hard. He's had injury problems, which he's overcome. I think he's had two Tommy John surgeries, Bordy, if I'm not mistaken. But how brilliant was he in the playoffs, undefeated for them, and closed out, what, three different series along the way? Yeah, pretty amazing, right? Because I think his uh, overall career numbers aren't very impressive. But when you put him in the postseason, he is he's like a go-to guy. He is a postseason pitcher. Uh, he's had incredible success. His whole career, he's had just amazing stuff. And I know from talking to a lot of guys uh, in the game, they're like, how can this guy not win 20-plus games every year? His stuff is that good. Well, in the postseason, it becomes – uh, dang near unhittable, and he's certainly proven that he can handle the big lights and, and the success. Uh, boy, what a performance by Evaldi. And, uh, yeah, hats off to him because he's really had to go through a lot to have this now a pretty impressive uh, career. Oreo Hall of Famer Mike Bordick joining us. Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan, Texas Rangers, World Champions. Corey Seager, MVP of the World Series for the second time in his career. Both leagues, they were the Dodgers and now obviously with the Texas Ball Club. But he joins Reggie Jackson. He joins um, Sandy Koufax and he joins Bob Gibson, Mike, as the only players to do it twice. World Series most valuable player. What are we watching with this guy? We talked about it earlier with Ryan Ripken this week. Talking about it with you, I think, last Thursday. I mean, if Gunnar Henderson can strive to be that guy, I think the Orioles are in pretty good shape for a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, there have been, yeah, those comparisons, I think, uh, day, since day one that the Orioles were able to land Gunnar Henderson, just, you know, who to compare him to. And Seager is definitely uh, that guy. I mean, he's big. He moves incredibly well. His game is uh, so elite. I mean, he makes it look like he's playing Little League baseball out there on the field, the, the way he handles the shortstop position. Um, his bat obviously speaks for itself. Incredible clutch hitter uh, for power. The numbers they showed on him after his 162 games at Globe Life are just amazing. It's still like 55 home runs, 360 batting average, 150 RBIs. So he's definitely worth the money. He's an elite player, one of the best this game has ever seen, and another guy that just rises to the occasion You know when the, when the bright lights are on. Uh, just an incredible player and so much fun to watch. Now the playoffs are over, and, you know, a lot of talk. Hey, Brandon Hyde, when the Orioles got swept by Texas, well, the week off didn't really benefit them, even though Houston made it to the ALCS and two wildcard teams make it to the World Series. Do you have a problem, Mike Bordick, who played in a World Series, played Major League Baseball for over 10 years? Do you have a problem with the current format of the postseason? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's tough. And, and, you know, even if I have the greatest answer in the world, if it's not driven we expect by money, it right now, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Because uh, this is all about money. And I think these are the times that, you know, in a lot of ways, players, I think, you just feel like, you know, a piece of meat out there uh, because the game really is driven by the money. So there could be adjustments made. I, I think you could make that first round uh, just a one gamer or whatever and make you know, have a five-game series. The next round, just lengthen the series, I guess, could help um, as you get into the division rounds. But, yeah, I, I really don't know. And like I said, if it's not making money, because I think Major League Baseball, I think they did pretty good this year. I think there was great interest in the game. I think there were a lot of great stories, Cinderella stories 
certainly Arizona captivated a lot of people in the game, too, with their young stars. So, you know, I, I think baseball's in a pretty good place. There's certainly going to be talks about adjusting the postseason. They have to, because how can the three best teams really on paper not be, you know, in the talk down the stretch? So, you know, you want to keep those teams in, but there again, teams have to make adjustments and find ways to get in. I don't think any of the players, to be honest with you, I don't think they're going to be making any arguments about that time off. I think most players enjoy the time off and let their bodies, you know, recover after the grueling 162-game schedule. It's just a matter of how to maintain the mindset (laughs) to go into after a week-long break being the best team and then uh, kicking it back into gear, and that's pretty hard to do. Hey, Bordy, what do you think the Orioles learn from watching these playoffs? Well, Vinny, I just think, uh, think they all sat back and said, we're better than these teams. Yeah, sure, they got beat by the Rangers that ultimately won. But the way they played the game of baseball, I think they sat back and thought, wow, you know, maybe if we have one or two more players, maybe another polished pitcher to throw in there, that might help. But the way they play the game, I still think is better than any of the teams in the postseason, and even the, the, the winning uh, Rangers. They, they played the game hard. They played it right, constantly put pressure on guys. So, I don't think as players they should be thinking about anything other than, hey, next year we're going to be better because we got more experience under our belt. Um, I don't think they have to panic thinking they have to do anything different to compete with those teams that were in there um, the last month of the season. Hey, Bordy, now that a uh, full season is in with all these new rules, what uh, what did you think, you know, with the bases, the time clock, and all, all those things? Well, to be honest with you, uh, you know, I didn't mind. I, as a traditionalist in the game, I, I just, you know, I always look back and wish the guys could take guys out of second base, run over catchers, have pitchers take the time to show that they're really focused and how important a certain out is, you know, that they have to walk around the mound a little bit to get themselves fired up and back into focus. But I, I do understand that the game needed change. I do understand that nowadays, you know, there's, there's just too many distractions. They had to find ways to speed up the game, and they have certainly made it crisp. And the fact that the players, I believe, have bought into this, the mm-hmm. current players have bought into it, that makes it go. If there was any kind of kickback, and I think they really tamped it out with the uh, umpires being able to enforce things you know, to the highest level and say, no, we just can't do that now, guys. There may be adjustments, but this is how it's going to go. I think everybody said, okay, we got to follow the rules, and they did. Uh, so hats off to the players, and I really do think, for the most part, they thought it was good. Trust me, taking about an hour and a half off Major League games has lengthened these guys' careers by maybe another year or two. It's unbelievable the amount of extra time you're on the field and the preparation for four-hour baseball games instead of now crisp two-hour games where it's just so much more manageable. So I think everybody's on board with with that. As far as the bases and things like that, I I still think a pitcher should be able to control things a little bit more with the pickoffs. I'm not that big on that move right there, and I still can't figure out why they made the bases bigger. But for the most part, I'm on board with trying to make changes and adjust the game 
uh, to, for the benefit of the fans, ultimately. As long as it's not hurting the players, I, I, I think uh, everybody's on board with it. He's Oriole Hall of Famer Mike Bordick. He's our Hall of Famer Baltimore baseball tonight. Bordy, always great to talk to you. I'm sure we'll be catching up soon as the winter meetings will be here before you know it. And Mike Elias going to have an interesting offseason for sure. Mike Bordick, enjoy the rest of your total request Thursday. Bob, I had a great time with you on uh, Baltimore Baseball tonight. Vinny, always a pleasure catching up with you on Thursday mornings. Thanks so much, guys. It was a blast this season. Call me anytime because I love talking all sports. Yeah, we, got, we got Chuck Bucks we got to spend, too. We got to figure that out, too. <laughs> there you right. go, man. There all you right. go. All right. See you. Mike Bordick, everybody. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Pan Funhouse. Dolan McGraw coming up next. News from the Nest. Going to hear from the Ravens. Top of the hour. Count some money. Hopefully. 1215 buy or sell and then melissa kim our colleague here on the fan will preview baltimore and seattle going to hear from uh, Pete carroll later in the show as well uh, until the gold club opens make it rain Vinny and haiti grab an umbrella. 1057 the fan funhouse coming up nolan mcgraw here in a couple of minutes news from the nest top of the hour we hear from John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, Roquan Smith, among others. Justin Matabike having a monster season. Hear from all of them. Pete Carroll as well. Ahead of Sunday's game against the Seahawks. Ravens six-point favorites. First place Seattle ball club by herself. Count that catch. Hopefully at 12-15, Melissa Kim, 12-30, preview that game. Before we get to the fun house, however, let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Samaj in West Baltimore. Samaj, what is going on? Hey, what's up, fellas? I didn't think I was going to get on that quick. That's what's up. What's going on, Coach? What's going on, Big Bob Haney? Uh, hanging in there. Just found out that the Internet's out in my neighborhood until uh, new or midnight tonight. Whoa. Yeah. That's not good. And no, it's At not. All. Trying to live my life. No interweb. Cable's out, hey, too. Man. I just got that text. No, I'm really pissed. Oh, how are you going to watch Thursday Night Football? Uh, how am I going to do anything? Well, I'm not going to put on blast on who your carrier is, but I'll just say, come on, guys. Let Bob Haney be great in his off time, okay? It it rhymes with Ios. (laughs) 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 And I pay uh, 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 every month, it sounds like, fee $150. (laughs) (laughs) So, I owe. All right, enough of me. Samaj, what's on your mind, man? Yeah, man, you're going to have us take it back to the old school. We used to talk in pig Latin in a minute. Yeah, right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway I just want to give a, um, a closing um, statement for the baseball season. Um, I, I'm, I'm just, this is just me. Uh, I'm good. Well, I'm not going to say I'm good. I'm always better if my squad in any particular sport loses to the eventual champion. It just, it just makes it less salty. And so, um, when Texas took everybody else out um, and the other two, uh, the Braves and Dodgers went out one and three behind one ahead and one behind us. Uh, I felt better then. And then I just said, come on, Texas, win it all. So I could feel even better. So they did. And I, I feel better. Now I just hope we can do a little, little thievery, a little, 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 little taking um, in the last camp and go get that kid Montgomery. Uh, God, I'd like to have to add him to our staff. I've been hearing some whispers that, that he's been targeted by us. I like for us to go get that kid. Yeah, talked about him at the trade deadline. Yeah, he just as dominant as, as Evaldi. So, but uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to the O's again, man, for giving me a, a hundred plus games of joy and uh, what six seven months of 
just baseball fever like I haven't had since 16. So it was just great. Um, but I also wanted to talk to Vinny. Um, I know Monday was a lot of calls about the Ravens and the offense and all the yada yada. My take is I'd like to see the Ravens and Monken lean towards from what I'm noticing creates the more explosive plays. And that is the play action. And I don't care if it's Lamar in the center in a traditional set. I don't care if it's him in the pistol, but that Detroit game and the explosion that we saw mm-hmm. off of that, if I'm not mistaken, it had to have been at least 30% of the action was play action. Um, Vinny, what's your thoughts on that? To me, that's the key to unlocking the, the Ravens' explosiveness on a consistent basis. Monk and leaning on the run early as opposed to late and going play action off that early run game. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Vinny, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I Thanks, think it, it all goes to, you know, what they see, you know, when they game plan. You know, when, when they're looking at uh, – you know, matchups and those types of things and where they can have the most success. I hope in this game, I hope they do come out running it and run right at them and and try to out-physical them and say, hey, this is not AFC or NFC West football. This is uh, North football, physical, tough football, and, and hammer them. They're bigger. The Ravens are bigger in the offensive line. You know, and just run right at them. And I, I hopefully they start out that way. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Pan. Let's bring Nolan McGraw in. Quick draw. How you feeling? Feeling good. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I feel like I'm being a little tortured, though, right now. There's some uh, leftover Halloween candy sitting right in front of me here in the studio. Uh. Uh, really testing my patience this morning. I, I haven't dug in yet, but I don't know how much longer I can last, if I'm being honest with you. I saw some pretzels sitting over there, too. Ah, uh, that you didn't even notice those. You got to combo the up here. the chocolate with the pretzel. You want a fav- uh, flavor uh, explosion. There you go. Never mind. Uh, Take five has a pretzel in it. It's a good candy bar right there. Oh, it does? I've never heard of that before. Really? No. Take five? Take huh. five. It's got everything in it. Pretzel, peanuts. Yeah. Take five? Yeah. yeah. Pretzel, peanuts in chocolate? Chocolate-covered pretzels? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a classic that's right there. That's kind of a home run. Yeah. But take five is the best of everything. Is it dark chocolate? No, it's milk chocolate. Oh, yeah. Where do I find these things? Grocery store. Why have, I, ne- why have I never heard of a Take 5 before? Sponsor me. Take 5, please. There you go. <laughs> it's 5, 7, You got time for Funhouse? We ready to bounce. Let's what do, do you a want? quick one. Why uh, not? Let's do a fight. Quick draws. Funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick throw. 105.7 The Fan. Well, speaking of the baseball playoff format, this texter here says football players in the NFL don't have any trouble with the two-week wait between the championship game and the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't get all the fuss uh, for any baseball players that are uh, upset with five days off. Well, I guess if you're on a hot streak, you don't want to lose that edge. And the Orioles, quite frankly, offensively especially, weren't on a hot streak. They had kind of cooled off a little bit down the stretch. Not saying you search for excuses or reasons, whatever it is. But you'd like to get back on the horse as quickly as possible because baseball 
I mean, football's used to bye weeks and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Baseball, what's your longest break? The All-Star break, which is four days. They're not used to, once they get to spring training in mid-February, they're all business until the end of September. So I could see it to some level, but I'm not buying it as a reason the Orioles lost. They should have won game one. Then they got spanked the next two days. The buy is important in football, Norm, because... The odds on somebody getting hurt in one of those playoff games is huge. One, The one year we were playing in the uh, playoffs, we didn't have the bye. Steve Young got hurt, and we had to go play the Packers the next week in Green Bay, and he was about 70% of himself. And even still, it is a debate in football, rust versus rest. Remember, the Ravens went through it in 2019, other teams as well. Because they rested a lot of starters the last regular season game so they were mm-hmm. essentially off for three weeks before that Tennessee game so I think there are parallels that people do complain in both sports but uh one more real quick here Larry in Churchville talking about offensive inconsistency for the Ravens says maybe it isn't a receiver problem maybe it's a Lamar problem he's got everything he needs now for the first time in his career not quite putting up the numbers we imagined it's just been inconsistent. He shows flashes of brilliance, and he showed the Detroit game where it was all brilliant. So, I mean, it's there. And the thing, what did we see in that Detroit game? I think in the first half, wasn't it like he threw to seven different receivers, something like that? Spread the wealth. And I don't think they did that this past week. His quarterback rating over 100? Last I checked. So, if he was more consistent, would it be 150? Completion percentage yeah. over 70 <laughs> I mean, or around right. 70. But I, to the texter's point, we talk about it. There are a lot of lulls there for them offensively, and usually they tend to get less effective as the game rolls on. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Speaking of Lamar Jackson, going to hear from him and others when we come back. News from the nest. Got that money. Buy or sell time around 12.15 or so. Melissa Kim's going to be joining us, her colleague from 105.7 The Fan. She'll preview the Ravens and the Seahawks. Six players missing for practice yesterday. Any cause for concern there? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 